technology has become a double-edged sword. With every new quality of life improvement, we are forced to concede more of our identity in order to use it. Scattered throughout the world today in a multitude of devices are trillions of cameras, voice recording devices, and various sensors. Fortunately for us, many of these are segregated systems, such that your smartphone doesn't communicate with the CCTV camera down the street. But as you listen to me list off today, all of the various surveillance technologies that are monitoring you, I want you to keep in mind that in the future, as the transmission of information becomes faster with 5G technology, and the interpretation of this data becomes more precise with artificial intelligence, that is when all of the technology I'm going to talk about today may become stitched together and integrated in a way which will lead to a truly frightening level of full-spectrum surveillance. Now let's dive in. Currently, roughly 63% of the world's population has a cell phone. That's nearly 5 billion cell phones. And it won't be long before everybody who wants one has one. This is the ultimate all-seeing surveillance tool. It's been common knowledge for some time that the authorities have the ability to hijack the hardware in your phone and record audio and video even when the phone is turned off. This has become harder and harder to avoid as most phones no longer have removable batteries. Your phone can monitor you through GPS tracking, video and voice monitoring, which include voice recognition, accessing your photos, including geotags that include the time and location of where those photos were taken. Your phone has biometric information, including fingerprint, eye recognition, and speech recognition. Even if the GPS on your phone fails, your location can be triangulated using cell phone towers. Your phone has numerous sensors, things such as accelerometers and gyroscopes. These can provide information about what types of activities you're currently partaking in. Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, and near-field communication are all potential access points into your phone by a dedicated hacker. Most third-party applications require that you grant them access to this functionality in order for you to use their services, and most people simply comply without reading the fine print. And tablets and laptops carry with it the same surveillance liabilities as do smartphones. We could end this video here, but that is only the start. Once upon a dime, there was a dealer for the people. Who let everyone drive for just one dime down. Think driving a nicer, newer car is just a fairy tale? Not anymore. With Cash for Junkers, you could receive $4,500 in dealer bonus cash. With or without a trade-in, running or not, when you purchase a new Mitsubishi. That's right. $4,500 to apply to your loan, use against negative equity. Or just keep the cash. Scott. And Lori here. From Elder Mitsubishi. And this month, we decree. Everyone drives for just 10 cents down during our Once Upon a Dime sales event. If you bring home 400 a week, you could be approved for up to 25,000 in credit. 25 grand. And don't forget about our incredible 30 or 300,000 mile warranty. Credit history, less beauty and more beast. Credit mishaps are a tale as old as time. But my For the People credit approval process is magic. So if you want to drive for just one dime down. Hurry, the magic won't last long. I'm Scott. And I'm Lori. And we're your dealer for, for the, the people. people. I wanted to get ahead, and it became clear a master's degree was the next step. It's not easy, but you can do it with the personal support from Post University.
Many modern home-based surveillance systems use web-based applications. This basically grants companies a 24-7 live feed of what's going on in and around your home. This information is not stored in the camera, but in the cloud. For instance, the Ring camera system, one of the most popular in North America, has partnered with 400 law enforcement agencies throughout the United States in order to fight crime. Cameras within malls, stores, and public transport services are typically storing data and footage for a minimum of 30 days. And increasingly, this surveillance technology is employing artificial intelligence algorithms to help it decipher what is happening on the screen. For example, there is a learning algorithm used in the security cameras of shop owners in Japan that helps spot potential shoplifters. It identifies what it deems to be suspicious behavior and notifies the shop owner. To start, these learning algorithms are always going to be ridden with errors. But as it is a learning algorithm, it's only going to become more competent in its ability to accurately decipher a scene and identify quote-unquote suspicious behaviors. Your home security system knows when you're home. It knows when you're away. It knows when certain doors are open. It knows which area of the house you're in because of the motion sensors. Probably one of the most popular infringements of privacy within the home is the Google Voice or Alexa systems. For many smart home functions, be it light bulbs, climate control like the Nest system, locking the doors, monitoring surveillance cameras, this acts as the central voice-operated control hub for all of these functions. Of course, this means that it's listening to what you're saying at all times. These services claim that they only store aggregate information and benign snippets to assist with improving the product. But this, like all of these technologies, is vulnerable to forced government disclosure. Smart meters within your home are going to know how much energy you consume. Even robots that you use within your home like the Roomba robot, are actually mapping your home with geolocation software so that it can perform its duties. This information, of course, is stored on a cloud, all in the name of enhancing the almighty learning algorithm. Even these new smart fridges and smart appliances have all of these surveillance hardware that's included in your smartphone, including RFID functionality in which they're going to know what types of food you eat, the quality of your diet and your eating frequency. Smart TVs in your home and many video game consoles have built-in cameras and sometimes speakers. You may be authorizing third-party applications to have access to this hardware and thus record video and audio without notifying you when they're doing so. Wearable technology like smart glasses or smart watches monitor your heart rate constantly. They know how much activity you've had throughout the day, how much you've slept the night before. And most of these devices also have their own audio recording capabilities, and even cameras. Electronic vehicles and other vehicles with autonomous functions are going to be loaded with cameras and sensors that are going to be constantly monitoring and communicating with other cars around them. Using ultrasonic sensors, cameras, and laser radar, these cars are going to use this information to self-navigate throughout the world. Because these autopilot services, like the ones used by Tesla, actually store all of this information in order to increase the accuracy and effectiveness of its autopilot system, this means that pretty much everything you do with the car is on record. Now, Tesla claims that most of this information is aggregate, meaning that it's not storing individual identifying information. However, the capability for them to do that exists.
In addition to this, in order for the autonomous vehicle age to really take root, many regulatory bodies are pushing for driver monitoring systems, things that track facial and eye movements in order to gauge the driver's alertness and make sure that they're paying attention to the road. Most vehicles are trackable or traceable nowadays. OnStar, of course, uses GPS. Many vehicles have their own GPS and Wi-Fi built in. And most vehicles have their own black boxes or event data recorders. These are used to record information related to crashes, accidents, or vehicle malfunctions. License plate readers are constantly taking in information, which can later be used by the authorities to track your whereabouts. forgot to mention the millions of dash cams out there. Newer high-resolution traffic cameras don't only record your speed, but they're also looking for distracted driving violations, whether you're wearing a seatbelt or on a smartphone. Some of these cameras have 24-7 live feeds, while others only store selective data which is triggered by traffic incidents. But as data storage gets cheaper and the technology improves, we can presume that even more and more of this type of data will be stored. If you use ride-sharing services like Uber, that's another record of where you were and when and how you got there. Google Street View has practically mapped the entire planet. Now, though Google Street View is not real-time, at least not currently, because it's not integrated into CCTV systems, although at some point down the road we can expect that it might be, it does provide information about you and your home, although your face is going to likely be blurred. And increasingly, there are more and more public access cameras available on Street View. Google Street View is now incorporating a technology called the Visual Positioning System. This uses AI and the camera on your smartphone to determine the exact location you are in the world. So hold up your phone and take a picture in downtown New York. This technology will know exactly where you are, independent of any geotagging or GPS. A similar service called EarthCam provides live 24-7 feeds from all over the world. Modern CCTV and surveillance cameras have capabilities like facial recognition, behavior recognition, lip reading technology, voice recognition, gait recognition. That is the ability to identify somebody based on the way that they walk. They also, of course, employ night vision and thermal imaging technology. Drones and traffic planes are monitoring the skies over many major cities. Persistent surveillance planes are gaining in popularity. Whole cities can now be recorded and surveilled in real time with a combination of ultra-high definition cameras and artificial intelligence. Never mind Google Earth, there are dozens of satellite imaging companies out there and some are snapping pictures of every part of the Earth's surface many times every day. The only thing limiting the high resolution of some of these images are federal regulations. That's only on a national level. 
it's very likely that satellites of other countries can see any part of the Earth almost at any given time. We haven't even talked about your bank cards and your credit cards and the paper trail that you leave. Information about your spending habits and your dietary habits. Most banks nowadays will provide a pie graph or a breakdown of how you spent all of your money. Much can be gleaned about your personality based on your spending habits. And it's not hard to imagine how information like this can inform a digital psychological profile like the ones used in China's new social credit system. We have not even talked about social media and internet browsing history yet. People willingly provide all of the minutia of their daily lives in exchange for likes and comments. And it's becoming increasingly more difficult to anonymously use these websites as sites like Facebook now require identification. Many of these social networks are linked with dating sites, and these dating sites have a significant amount of power when it comes to determining which matches get made. We made USAA insurance for veterans like Martin. When a hailstorm hit... In terms of all of the information that's provided in a person's web browsing history, using services like Google and YouTube, this paired with social media is where they're going to get the majority of the information to build a virtual psychological profile on you. Email and direct messages are constantly susceptible to monitoring. Phone companies and email companies have a permanent record of all of your communications. Cloud services entice people with the promise of never running out of storage. The idea is simple. You upload all of your files and documents to some remote server. And this acts as an insurance policy should something happen to your own hardware. But it also means that you've entrusted all of your data to some major corporate server that's thousands of miles away. Even video games and virtual reality typically now entail some sort of network profile, which is likely going to be tied to other social media services. Applications using augmented reality. Things like Pokemon Go not only track your behaviors and interactions, but this superimposed virtual experience actually guides your experience and will provide you not only directions in the future, but also entertainment. Most pets are now microchipped, just like your vehicles, so you don't have to be bothered with those manual tools anymore. These new electronic tools basically make it functionally impossible for you to traverse in certain areas without the authorities knowing about it. Various DNA analysis services, like Ancestry.com, know everything about your biological makeup that genetics will tell them. This is a massive amount of information about your biological makeup, although they do claim you can delete it at any given time. Many states in the U.S. and countries like Canada collect biosamples from every child that is born. In some states, this is actually stored indefinitely in a state-run biobank. Nearly every baby in the developed world gets a heel prick shortly after birth. This is used to test for a variety of congenital disorders. However, in order to get this testing, you basically have to allow the state to collect and store your infant's genetic information. In terms of healthcare technology, there's glucometers, blood pressure monitors, EKGs, EEG sensors, pacemakers, even smartphone ultrasounds. All information which is potentially recorded and stored and transmitted to someone somewhere that you don't know. 
Body scanners in airports see what's going on inside of you. Even though federal agencies claim that they're not storing data from airport body scanners, this has been done in the past, but most importantly, the capability to store and transmit these images exists. If this is your backyard or you have a pool and you're looking to do something like this, and last but not least, the next frontier is going to be augmenting our own bodies using invasive technologies like RFID chips and Tesla's Neuralink, which is said to be the first step to becoming fully-fledged cyborgs and increasing the speed at which our wetware interfaces with our digital software. At that point, the line between human and machine will become incredibly blurry to the point of non-existent. So there you have it. No matter where you are, you are likely sending information to some database somewhere. And while this seems like a lot to take in, all of the smart hardware that exists out there throughout the grid will only truly become frightening when it's all integrated with 5G and truly intelligent artificial intelligence technology. Once that happens, it's going to be very hard to keep a secret, either for better or for worse. As I indicated at the beginning of this video, this surveillance matrix is only in its infancy. I encourage you all to check out the documentary, We Live in Public. It was made in the year 2000, and it very much predicted the world that we are living in now. And remember, have a backup plan to get off the grid if it all hits the fan. Thanks for watching Canadian Preparo.